0: With a pandemic and a revolution happening at the same time, we get to choose what kind of society we want to rebuild and who we want to be together. I'm Baratunde Thurston, author, activist, and comedian. And I've got a new podcast, How to Citizen with Baratunde. Our democratic experiment is at a tipping point, but which way we tip is up to us. iHeartRadio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find How to Citizen with Baratunde on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hi, I'm Heidi Murkoff, host of What to Expect, a new podcast from iHeartRadio. When I first wrote What to Expect When You're Expecting, my mission was simple, to help parents know what to expect every step of the way. On What to Expect, we'll answer your biggest pregnancy and parenting questions about everything from preconception planning to birth plans, newborn sleep to toddler tantrums. Motherhood is the ultimate sisterhood, but it can be overwhelming if you don't know what to expect. Listen to What to Expect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your
2: podcasts.
3: All right. The Bobby Bones Post Show Pre Show. I
2: had to go get a hearing test yesterday and I'm go up to the hospital and I'd say, okay, get in this boot. And you have to wear a mask in the hospital at all times. You never take it off. And they put these uh, earbud-type things in your ear, and they, they, they'll play beeps. And it used to just be one beep. <coughs> Sorry. And I, I'm still eating food feud food. Uh, you used to just take um, – hear a beep, and you raise your hand. But now they go beep, beep, beep. And then the other ear, beep, beep, beep. And then really low,
4: beep, beep, beep.
2: And then you're just guessing, basically, because it is so low. And they're, they're testing me out to make sure I can do certain physical things. Uh, on this, my, my, my new TV show. And so I'm in, but they get so quiet and you're supposed to really focus. But all I can hear is me breathing into this mask. Like they didn't think about this test when you had masks on, cause it's just, <sighs> so you can't hear it. Beep, beep. So when I'm holding my breath for 10 minutes on and on, I'm go, <gasps> listening. Uh, She's so like, are you okay? I didn't want them to think I was cheating as I was doing the test. But that was the whole test. Me trying to remain oxygen-filled as I was trying to f- hear what the beeps were. I passed. I don't know how good I did, but she was like, you passed. But we have headphones on every day. But it's just a weird thing. You can't yeah. hear. All you hear in a mask is...
1: The breathing, yeah.
2: Like Darth Vader. I'll have an EKG today. Mm.
1: Mask or no mask?
2: Well, <laughs> I'll probably be for... wearing a mask in the, in the room.
1: Yeah. But I guess just uh, machine measures your heart.
2: I think so. And then I have actual, a scuba lesson next week. So I'm going to go and actually scuba dive. Um, probably in a pool or something, but I think I just learn the equipment. That should be interesting. Hey, Scuba Steve, is, have you ever been scuba diving? Um, no, I've never done that at all. I'm
0: terrified That's of... Under- crap?
2: Why <laughs> do you have a scuba name? Remember, he, he told us this one. Yeah, yeah, from
0: Big Daddy. It's a nickname, oh, yeah. yeah. I've yeah, done yeah. snorkeling and all that, but I'm just absolutely petrified of going underneath the surface
2: of the ocean. All right, thank you, thank you Snorkel Steve. Yeah. <laughs> It's a better name. <laughs> I shouldn't be able to be called scuba, do you? <laughs> uh, yeah, so more tests today. Um, today, let's do Flashback Friday. Here we go. Flashback
5: Friday!
2: On this day in 2003, Randy Travis had the biggest country song with... Three Wooden Crosses. There are three wooden crosses on the right side of the highway. That's a good one. Mm. Sad. Yeah, that's a good song. Uh, the biggest pop song is Three Doors Down. I'm here without you, baby. I'm here
5: without you, baby.
2: Jam. And the biggest thing of pop culture on this day in 2003, newlyweds Nick and Jessica premiered, starring Nick Lachey and Jessica Simpson. The show did not last, neither did their marriage. Mm-hmm. They announced they were separating in 2005. Here's a clip where Nick Lachey explains what tuna is to Jessica Simpson.
6: Is this chicken what I have, or is this fish? I know it's tuna, but it, it says chicken by the sea.
2: Chicken of the sea is the brand, you know, because a lot of people eat tuna. It's like a lot of people eat chicken. So it's like the chicken of the sea.
6: Okay, I understand that. I was I read it wrong.
2: There you go. And then she got the rep for being dumb mm-hmm.
7: from that show, yeah. which they
2: obviously edited, highly edited, and then chased that down on that show. Yeah. Because I don't think she's dumb at all. She's not. No. Yeah, she's, she's so dumb, she's counting her... Billions. Multi multi millions maybe billions, probably just high multi millions.
1: Oh really, God! I thought she hit the billion mark, but maybe not. Uh,
2: maybe her company did, but that doesn't mean she gets all that. Oh, okay, yeah. Mike, see what Jessica Simpson's net worth is. 200 How much? Two hundred million.
1: million.
2: Oh. Yeah. Just because a company's value that and you own the company doesn't mean you own all that.
1: Right. Okay.
2: I don't know if she. Well, regardless, she rocks. Uh, grizzly bear in British Columbia, Canada a bit a guy on his groin. The guy's still in the hospital. Hmm. A man is recovering after being attacked by a grizzly bear in a remote area of B.C., Canada. The man and his wife were out mountain biking. I was talking to a guy up in the mountains, and he was like, bears run 40 miles an hour, and they're huge. So you don't really have a shot. Like, if they see you and want you, so I I wore bear spray. And and I said, so if it runs up to me, he's like, don't squirt it in the face, squirt it at the ground. And you shoot the ground, and it comes up, and the bear gets it there.
1: So is bear spray like a pepper spray to a bear, or it's what they want to eat? It's like enticing. It's like a, yeah, like to a, a mace bear. pepper spray. Oh, okay. Here's
2: this is what I wanted to eat, I would just throw a bologna sandwich back there. You just <laughs> always carry around bologna sandwich and oh, toss yeah. it. Yeah, I
1: didn't know if it was like something to distract <laughs> them because it's a scent they would love, or if it's something that blinds them in a sense.
2: That. Okay. I think it's basically bear mace. I never got to use it, and he didn't even want to shoot it to show me because you ever been in a room when someone puts out pepper spray? Yes. And you're like, oh.
5: I... Same kind of thing, I think. Okay. Uh, there's a story about a lottery lawyer, Lunchbox. You have this one? Oh, my gosh. You guys all say, oh, when you l- win the lottery, when you hit it big, first thing you should do is call a lawyer. Well, this lawyer was called the lottery lawyer, and he got all these big jackpot winners, and he scammed them for $107 million. Wow, he took all of their money. Not all of it, but they, I mean, these are people like that, one the mega millions, the jackpot's like $1.3 billion, $500 million. And so he was saying, here, you should invest in these companies. And it was really three of his friends that were just taking the money, and he would get kickbacks. How'd they catch him, do you know? I I believe that he was threatening someone to pay back a loan, and then they investigated him, and boom, there he goes. And all, three, all four defendants pleaded not guilty. But he took $107 million from all these lottery winners. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and you guys say hire a lawyer. Psh, I'm going the lottery office the next day. I'm gonna play the odds.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna hire a lawyer.
5: Yeah, the, he's known as the lottery lawyer because he got. He I'm gets, gonna play the odds though that. You can find gonna, a
2: lawyer that you trust. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Um, here's what's up today. You're gonna listen to this podcast because you're here, hopefully. Um, so check it out; it gets good. Darius is on. Um, but I have a Bobby cast up today where Tucker Bethard, who's got a new record out, he named it after his brother, who had. Who died last December? Remember in that bar fight situation?
5: Terrible.
2: Yeah. Ugh. Uh, so we talked to Tucker Bethard. We talked about the new music releases of the week. We talked to uh, uh, Mike D. and Eddie. We do a review of Pop Star, the Andy Sandberg movie. Uh, Tennille Towns, who got Best New Artist. The ACMs will be on talking about that for a second. So if you love music, that's what the Bobbycast is. It's a real music specialization podcast. Uh, Amy, what's on Four Things?
1: I have Glennon Doyle on this week. So did all four things with her, and she's an author. An activist, but her latest book is Untamed, which, if depending on who you follow on Instagram, you may have seen like a lot of celebrities posting about that book lately. And she's on just talking about all different kinds of things. Especially if you're a mom, I think it's a good one for you to listen to. But even if you're not, like, it, we talk a lot about feelings and emotions and how to handle life.
2: Okay, there you go. Uh, the guys have fourth. Oh no no. No, you don't talking about four. <laughs>
1: sore losers. What, sore losers? Four things with Amy Brown and then they have yeah, yeah. some losers.
5: What are you guys talking about over there? Uh, we're just talking about the NBA. We got a big announcement uh, with fantasy football coming up. Uh, if we're gonna do a league this year or not. and if how to get in. Movie Mike's movie podcast talking about movies in states. Every
2: state has the most famous movie. Um and Raymundo will be just randomly tweeting drunk garbage mostly the weekend. <laughs> no, 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 no. Gonna be a pretty tame weekend. But Do you want to come play basketball Saturday? Uh yeah sure. We'll do we play a shooting game. I mean it's if you're going to be tame. I mean I trust you. You you're not coronad. I might need to dust off my basketball shoes. Okay, Scuba plays.
5: Dang. Yeah, bro.
2: I've been playing years I'm- and he show. <laughs> we just it's the shooting. I'll I'll, uh, I'll hit you up after the show. All right. All right, that's what's up. Here you go. Enjoy the show. Bye guys. <laughs>
7: On Crook & Chase Nashville Chats, a visit with global superstars Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. Now, they've made history with their music and have been just as successful offstage.
5: However, there's one thing they've decided they won't do during the pandemic. You'll learn what and why. Plus, a chat about what they'll explore next and fashion, family, and out of nowhere, butt skiing.
7: (laughs) It's Tyler and BK with C&C. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
6: Uh. Come on,
3: Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting
2: right. across America. Turn it up. Hey. Oh. This is the Bobby Bones show. Let's go. Welcome to Friday's show. Studio. Morning studio. Morning. Hope everybody's having a, a nice morning so far. Or if you're here on the podcast, a great day. Um, I will start the show by addressing this. I didn't think it would need addressing, but American Idol announced that they were coming back, and that Luke, Katie, Lionel, and Ryan Seacrest were all back. And so there was a big story yesterday says, however, it is still to be determined whether in-house mentor Bobby Bones will be back part of the fourth season because I was not part of the announcement. And so I think people want some scandal. The only part of the story, I guess, that I haven't said till recently is that my show that I'm doing now, it's a travel show on on the National Geographic channel, is we're taping, but we should have started taping two months ago because of COVID, right? But COVID kept delaying it, so now we're two months behind, trying to fit in these shoots, and I don't know if I can balance both shows. So therefore, I don't know if I'm going to be on American Idol or not, honestly. But that's it. Like I, we're shooting until February, when we should have been done by mm, November originally.
1: Yeah, so it kind of got
2: and and Idol starts shooting for me would have started shooting in September October. So that's it, that's it. There is no big drama. I wish there was. I'd have loved to come on here with some drama. And like, been like? Lionel Richie spit in my face. No, he's the nicest guy ever. I have nothing bad to say about anybody on that show. You're
1: the dad of Katy Perry's baby. Uh,
2: yeah. I did not say that. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't, that would be scandal. It would be a scandal. That, that, be a scandal big she, scandal. Yeah, Orlando would probably be like, you can't work with him anymore. Mm-hmm. Get him off
2: the show. None of that's true. Okay. Um, there is no scandal. <laughs> There's no. Everything is great happening in American Idol. I hope... That, I, that we find a way that I can be part of the show, but if not, all good, because my goal was to have my own show anyway. So there's that. There's no scandal. Everybody stop hitting me on DM. All you news blogs, stop messaging me. It's right here. Horse's mouth, right? Yep. All right. Uh, something else I wanted to mention is Eric Pasley has a new video out. It's for this song called Nice Guy. And he said, he reached out to me, he said, hey... Don't I'm looking for like some of my nicest friends to be a part of the video because the whole thing, Eric Pasley has been criticized for being too nice. Like, man, you're just too nice all the time. Like, you need an edge. And he's like, all right. So he did this song and there's a video with people that he said were super nice. So we're doing funny stuff. So it's me, Charles Esten, Deacon from Nashville, Brad Paisley, Maddie and Tay. Um, And so we're making cameos in and out going, you know what? We're tired of being nice, guys. Oh, so if you want to look at that video, it's probably up on Eric Pasley's socials, or you can search it on YouTube, but it's called Nice Guy. Love that. Yeah, it's a cool video. I was pretty honored that he reached out and wanted me to do that. There's a law now where pet owners are forced to take their dog on two walks a day. This is, wow. a, this is a German law, and some of the dog owners are mad and some aren't. Listen, I love it. There are no rules about how long you have to go out and walk. You just have to get your dog out and walk them.
1: I mean but honestly I haven't I don't walk my dog twice a day some days.
2: I would also think if you have a backyard that your dog can go do ru- that's the same thing. Okay. But some people just don't take they think their dogs a toy and they don't give them any exercise and the dogs are miserable. I struggled with that when I had a condo here.
1: Yeah. How do they monitor?
2: Well, so (laughs) the country's agriculture minister announced that she will introduce legislation requiring that man's best friend gets at least two 30 minute walks daily. Uh, 30 minutes? That's pretty significant. I bet you they do that and just hope people do 10.
1: Okay. I'm just curious how they're going to enforce this. We'll see. Bring that here. Maybe in,
2: listen, they could do an app. Like a, that's, but then I would feel like, then I'd feel like they were tracking me and this was all a, but I love the idea. I don't know how they're getting the specifics, but I do think, and I have a, I know a lot of folks that don't give their dog the, the proper care it needs by getting it out.
1: We need that law here just for humans.
2: Where you have to get yourself out <laughs> on a walk. I would
1: <laughs> love to be forced to go on a 30-minute walk twice a day myself.
2: The big debate at my house with the dog, my dog is Stanley, he's a bulldog, is that do we feed him twice a day or three times a day? And so I'm a big believer in, I remember to feed him when I eat. I eat breakfast, give him a little cup. I eat lunch, give him a little cup. I eat dinner, give him a little cup.
1: But because of our schedule, you're home at lunch. A lot of people are not. But this
2: isn't arguing about me. This is an argument about our dog. I know, I'm not I- arguing about the dogs everywhere.
1: Okay. This is an
2: inner house argument about how many times a week we feed our dog, our day. And so she's in the camp of we do one and a half in the morning, one and a half at night. I support that. Why? The poor guy, he always wants food too. Like he always wants food. If it's the same amount of food, but I'm giving him the same amount of food and it's making him happier more times and it makes him sleep too because he eats and just goes right to sleep. I can't see a negative in three times. Talk me out of it.
1: Well, in case one of y'all is not there for lunch, he's always fed. Right. But I think that means someone always has to be there around lunchtime, which most people are home in the morning and most people are home in the evening. So breakfast, dinner time. Easy. Somebody's That's my there, case. Not worried about it. Okay, well, if somebody's dog's always getting... there, then I guess your dog doesn't have a problem. But for most people, I would think... But one I'm and not a half... arguing for
2: most people. This is just a, a simply a me thing with my dog, and this is the debate we're having in the house. Oh. And well,
1: did she show you the little thing I got, y'all?
2: She mentioned you got us something?
1: Yeah, it only has the option for AM and PM. That's probably why I'm fighting for it.
2: Oh, it's a... Uh, the dog's been fed button?
1: Yes. And it doesn't have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. It has... Morning, night. So that's what we think it should be, me and Caitlin.
2: <laughs> Do you have this for your kids or what?
1: We, I bought one for my house because remember, we over medicated our dog and overfed her, and the medicine scared me because we didn't know she had been fed and given her meds. So I found that on Amazon. And when I ordered one, I just ordered two because I knew you and Caitlin have the same problem of not knowing whether or not Stanley had always been fed, and sometimes Stanley was getting overfed. So I thought, oh, well, but that's the only one I could find that was easy to use and looked okay. And well, he loves
2: to be overfed. Well. Now, he cannot get enough of being overfed. He's a big old fat bulldog.
1: Then do you you keep doing you.
2: We will. Okay. I definitely will. We will. <laughs> when this show's over, it's all online. You can stream it, all hours of it. Just search for The Bobby Bones Show, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also I have a music podcast that comes out every Friday. It's a secondary show. Uh, we talk about all the music releases, uh, play clips. Uh, Tucker Bethard will be on this Bobby cast. Lillian Cunningham, who does the presidential podcast, will be on my podcast talking about some crazy stuff from president's history. One president knocks a young girl up during office. Oh, my. Yeah. Crazy. Okay. Um, but it's mostly a music podcast. And then we also I bring on some podcasts that I like. So check that out. And then Eddie, Mike D, and I are all reviewing Pop Star, the Andy Sandberg hmm. music movie. So check out the Bobby cast, too. Let's go over to Amy. Let's get Fun Fact Friday going. Fun Fact Friday. We got five of these counting down to the most fun fact of the day. Let's start with number five.
5: Number five.
1: So pineapples were such a major status symbol in Europe in the 1700s that you could rent one to take it to a party. And if you were to, like, do the math on what a pineapple would cost then in today's dollars, 8000 Wow. Yeah, I guess Why? they are pretty rare.
2: Because... Back then. Maybe in places that weren't tropical, period. They were just hard to get them in.
1: Yeah, it was probably like, whoa, you got your hands on a pineapple?
2: Feels like that Rent the Runway place mm-hmm. where you can rent really expensive clothes. and Because you're
1: only going to wear it once anyway. Rent the Runway is genius.
2: Yeah. Uh, wow. All right, here we go. Number four.
1: And another one on food. Doritos. Do you know what that means in Spanish?
2: Dorito. Um, Dorito. I
1: had no idea it was a Spanish word.
2: What is it? It means something. What is it?
1: No, it means little golden things. (laughs) And it started in when they launched in 1966. They were just a plain corn tortilla chip, but they were little golden things. And then they decided to add the nacho cheese powder in 1972.
2: And then what about Montana?
1: Doritos. Montana. (laughs) Montana is little mountains or big mountains. Mountains.
2: Or the mountains. 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 Okay. All right. Number three. Number three.
1: Pigeons have an incredible ability to remember human faces. In fact, if you chase one or feed one, even just once, that pigeon will remember you in the future. So you better be nice to it.
2: Create some pretty cool alliances then. You could. Look out for some pigeons early and then just create your super team. Yeah.
1: Or if they if they go to the bathroom on you, you might think, oh man, did I do something to that pigeon?
5: Number two.
1: Arnold Schwarzenegger got paid $75,000 for the first Terminator movie. And then for the second one, $15 million. Mm. And that was just, you know, the second installment, not even like way down the line. But But the first
2: one was so successful.
1: That he went up in value, Mm -hmm. for sure. So just just a note to self, reevaluate. Your
2: most fun fact, ladies and gentlemen. Number one.
1: The MySpace co-founder, Tom. He was a subject of one of the largest FBI raids in California history after he hacked into a Chase bank computer system simply to show his friends that he could do it and how to do it. <laughs> he wasn't arrested because he was only 14 at the time.
2: Wow. It was like that kid in Florida recently who got busted for the entire Twitter scheme where they hacked into everybody's account and said, hey, send me some Bitcoin. We'll double it and send it back. And they hacked into all these celebrities and politicians and they made a ton of Bitcoin money. Wow. They ended up getting him. But he was, I think, 14 years old. Maybe 16. He was a teenager. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I have trouble logging into my TikTok sometimes. That's okay.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no big deal. Never Can't big deal. even check my email. Yeah, that's
2: okay. All right, there you go. Fun fact Friday. Yeah.
3: The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two, 30 seconds skinny.
6: Lots of new music out today. Country albums dropped include Tim McGraw's Here on Earth, Josh Turner's Country State of Mind, and Tucker Bethard's King. Eli Youngman shared a new version of their song, Saltwater Gospel, with Jimmy Buffett. Lauren Elena released a duet with John Party. It's the title track off her upcoming EP called Getting Over Him. Brothers Osborne dropped the title track off their new album called Skeletons.
4: Skeletons
6: in your closet, spittin' all over your face Ebbin' in a that's stack so high, can't keep your story straight I don't know how they got there, it's getting under my skin Now, Skeletons in your closet, and I got bones to
0: pick with them
6: all. Organ number two, that's your
0: skinny. It's time for the good news.
6: With Lunchbox. Tell me something
7: good.
5: A three-year-old girl in Wisconsin named Abigail decided to go for a little walk with her dog, Peanut. They wandered away from the house. 45 minutes later, they can't find them. Call out the search crew. Hundreds of people show up. Can't find her. 24 hours later, she's found in the woods with Peanut alive. Wow. Dehydrated, some bug bites, a couple scratches, but... All good, and Peanut never left her side. Isn't that crazy? Like, you wonder
2: if that dog knew what was up. Probably did, right?
1: Maybe a little, yeah.
2: Mmm. That is crazy. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day.
5: This story comes with us from Seattle, Washington. A couple woke up at 3 a.m. because they heard someone in their house. They're like, oh my gosh, what are you doing in our room? Guy runs out the front door. He left his backpack behind with his wallet and ID. <laughs> but before the police could catch him, he called it and reported it stolen.
2: <laughs> Either brilliant or awful. This one was, just wasn't
5: good, though. Yeah, I huh? mean, he tried to get a, you know, he had a roundabout way to try to get away with it. I'm Lunchbox. That's your Bonehead Story of the Day. So, Caitlin told me that she, the first time we went out, she almost didn't even go.
2: She was like, you know, I was tired. I didn't feel like I was a date. And I was asking my friends, I don't even really know if I should go. And I had no idea. I thought, like me, she was bright-eyed and bushy-tailed and ready to go meet. And so I didn't know this side of the story. And so I said, hey, I'm going to tell the story on the air. She was like, well, I should at least be able to get my side of it. So I pulled out my iPhone and I recorded this. So I just told the story about Caitlin not wanting to come and meet me the first time we went out because you were tired or just not into it. But, you, but maybe divine intervention.
3: Yeah, I don't. it wasn't that I wasn't into it. It was just, I one, didn't know it was a date. And two, I was tired. And three, you, your plans kind of kept changing, which wasn't your fault, but, um, I didn't think it was a date. So I didn't really think it would be that big of a deal not to come when it was pushed back like two hours further. But, Yes, I do believe in divine intervention, but I don't believe that what's meant to be will be. I think we all have free choice. But I do think that because I am strong in my faith and I have constant communication with God, that when, I, when my heart or myself was like, oh, I don't really want to go tonight. He keeps pushing the time back. He's just a friend, whatever. I think that God placed it on my heart like, no, go. You need to go. And, and here so, we are. And here we are. And so I'm. And
2: I just brought you coffee in bed.
3: <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> like Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, it's you Queen Elizabeth to me.
2: Do you guys call it that? No. We like, oh look who Queen Elizabeth gets their food in bed. She does that to me too. So I had taken her her coffee this morning before I left for work. What do you think about that? There.
1: I love it. I think it's glad that, or I'm glad that she felt that nudge to still go, even though she was maybe thinking of not. Why'd you have to push it two hours?
2: Because we were shooting a show on a uh, To Tell the Truth game show, and I was Um, on there, and they kept extending the show, I don't know, and I was like, hey, can we move it to here? She was like, yeah. I never knew she didn't want to come.
1: She was like, yeah, but in her head, she's
2: like, forget (laughs) this. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, I'm tired. And then God was like, you should go. (laughs) Yeah, let me throw a big shout out to the man upstairs for making it happen, you know? I love it. You're making it happen. Lunchbox here on the show is a humongous lottery player. And Amy saw a story of somebody that won right near where you were always going.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Manchac Road, we've been there a, a million Austin. times. Oh. I mean, I went to Manchaca Elementary and boom, a Dell Valley resident was in South Austin getting gas, bought a Monopoly scratch-off ticket, won a million dollars. Oh. I mean, think how many times you probably bought lottery In that store, there. too. Yeah. Oh,
5: yeah. I mean, that's where I lived. All oh, that heart breaks my heart. But Or are you just excited for them? No, I mean, I'm 1% excited for them, 99% crushed for me, because that could have been me. But you haven't probably been to that store in five years. I'm uh, more like probably seven. Okay. Yeah, but still, that was probably my home gas station. We do kind of all have a home station, don't we? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Mine was stop and go. Well, I mean, even now. Oh. I like don't know isn't that there I do, yeah. there
2: isn't for you? You don't go to
5: one convenience store over and over?
2: It's like if well, you have now, to go get gas, like the one place you go?
1: On the last few times I've gotten I've gone to a different place every time. Dang,
2: fancy? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, it's just a little
2: just, taster. No,
1: I gotta tell you, it's when I realize I'm on zero and I'm like, oh shoot. <laughs> so I just have <laughs> to find one. I don't think ahead and just go.
2: I, and that person's name who won the ticket wasn't in the news. Mm-mm. I would keep my name out of the news. Holy moly. It just says
1: Dell Valley resident.
2: Mm-hmm. I would I would do everything I could to keep my name. You would too, right? Yeah. You wouldn't. Uh, it would be Jason Gibble won a million dollars. Your name's Look, not Jason Gibble. That's your prank call name.
5: And I would take a picture and I'd be like, yeah, I'm rich. You could say Jason Gibble, then no one would know it was you. I mean, but I put my picture too, because I want people to know and be like when they see me, oh, that's the guy that won the lottery. Oh, that's the lottery winner. How you doing? How you doing? Yeah, that's I great. don't think those people are famous. I can't think of one in
4: my
2: head.
1: Mm-mm, nope, not one.
2: Can you? Yeah, a lot of them. Okay. <laughs> okay name them. They're me. all on his wall at home.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Show.
2: Here's Amy's pile of stories.
1: So the first season of DeMarcus Family Rules is now on Netflix and it stars Jay Demarcus and his family, which he's in Rascal Flats. And he and his wife Allison revealed they have a marriage coach, and he thinks that every married
2: couple should have a marriage coach. I heard him say this. Here's the thing: everybody's not rich like you, Jaden Morgan. <laughs> right, I know it sounds. Don't you love very, when, yeah. when, when people with a lot more money have no idea? Hey, I think everybody should go out and, and spend 15 grand a year on a marriage coach. Mm-hmm. We're trying to afford mamwich. That's what half America's yelling right now.
1: Yeah. Well, he thinks that if people have it, it'll help them yes. be aware of how they're communicating with their partner and help out their relationship because sometimes it can just get lost in the mix. And then also they were clarifying about the show, if you're watching it now and you see all the people that are in and out of their, their house, uh, it was taped before the pandemic.
2: I oh, I would have know. assumed that. I guess I would never assume people are just running free yeah. and... And but wild. It was
1: filmed last fall. Yeah. Okay. Ah, the good old days. <laughs> yeah.
2: Really? We had no idea. I was thinking about this yesterday. Kayla and I went and had dinner. We were at Olive Garden, and I was like, and I was standing there, and all the signs are on the door going mask, mask, don't come in. We we have to bri- You can't even go into the to the lobby to wait. They have to come outside and get you one at a time. And I was thinking, will they ever get back to normal? I don't know. Not just next year when we're all just crossing our fingers and hoping for a vaccine. But even then, that's not going to be perfect. Will it ever get back to normal? Or is this just somewhat the new normal? stinks, huh? You have
1: to accept it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. What else?
1: Well, epidemiologists.
2: Oh, great. Here we go again. It's another story. I'm not trying to get anybody down. I just had a little moment where I was like, man, are we ever going to get back to normal?
1: Yeah. Go ahead. Well, they're out saying that movie theaters are starting to reopen this weekend, but they advise, don't go. You just shouldn't. There's, there's... They couldn't think of one single good idea or why it's a good idea for you to go, other than if you really want to see a movie. And if you do have to go, make it touchless. Buy your ticket online. Have it on your phone. Don't let an employee there touch your phone. Go straight to the theater. And then finally-
2: Hold your breath the whole time. Sit
1: as far away (laughs) from others as possible, they say.
2: Yeah, that's part of it. You know, we only try to go out into town or out once a week, and we usually go to Olive Garden and- the great thing and the sad thing is there's never anybody there. Mm, I know. So I try to do what I can do for the wait staff, but it stinks. But also, again, nobody's breathing on me. That's good.
1: Yeah. What'd you, so know, would you would take. It, What's your? What'd you get? I always get super, super salad. Sticks. Yeah.
2: I, I'll, allow, I'll allow one breadstick for myself because I'll eat all of them. But I get. I what if get, you've
1: been? What if you've been a good boy? I
2: haven't. <laughs>
1: okay. I don't know why I just said
2: that. I get the the gnocchi. Oh, I love Noki gnocchi. Noki's good there. Um, has a little too much dairy, so Caitlin can't do it really. She gets sick. So I like that. And then I have the Toscana soup. It's really good, too. And then I'll do a salad and have them put a bunch of cheese on it and get extra pepperoncinis in case anybody's wondering my order. Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Okay, We, we are. I saw somebody post on Instagram they ordered your Bobby water from Sonic.
2: Mm-hmm. At Sonic now I go and I get a Route 44 extra ice because Sonic has the best ice. Ice water. Add the real fruit I do real cherries I do real strawberries and lime you can do it on the app and then I add nerds and the nerds are just enough to make the water kind of sweet I'm so much more hydrated in my life like I'm bloated because of water sometimes it's the best kind of bloated that's awesome so the bobby water's right don't order that by name they won't know what you're talking about but that's what it is All right.
1: so speaking of the best kinds of things I think this is the best kind of election we could have for president there was a poll that was taken of uh, what celebrity you would like to see as president next? And I'm like, this is the kind no of election I want. No for president. <laughs> well, I know, but not Donald Trump. But I, I wish it was this fun because the highest vote getter for Republicans was Morgan Freeman.
2: I uh, think he was the highest vote getter on both sides generally.
1: Democrats chose Samuel L. Jackson. Independents chose Denzel Washington.
2: But overall, I think when you factor yeah, yeah, yeah. all three of them, Morgan Freeman was the overall winner. He was, yes. Why are we picking people that are a hundred constantly? Let's it's try. like, we think, it, this is Eastern culture where the older you are, the more we should get. No, no, no. There's a breaking point where we should start to go, hey, why don't we get somebody to think. A little, a little sharp. And we don't have to be worried about. Morgan Freeman's 83 years old. <laughs> and we'd vote him in tomorrow. You uh, know we would. The
1: runner up for Republicans was Judge Judy. How old is she? <laughs> Probably 70. Yeah. Tom Hanks was second place. 77.
2: The, Judge Judy's 77.
1: For the Democrats. And then independents. I think we got a youngin, The Rock.
2: Yeah. Okay. Okay. Rocks on forty-eight. Good. Let's around fifty-five to sixty-three is probably the peak age. That's probably when you know enough because you've been around.
1: Yeah, I agree. Experience.
2: But you're also still. You're still moving up there pretty good. Like that. I like that. But again.
1: We just like these old.
2: Uh, wow. Well, oh, and Betty White number one by... Bio- no,
1: I, I was like, wait. Hey, listen, let's pick up the I oldest see- celebrity we know. <laughs> she actually is on the list. She did get voted in. I'm sure but not she did. High- not high enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's so- 90- Betty
2: White's 98. Ugh. All right, go ahead. Anyway. What about Bob Barker? Can we get Bob Barker on the ballot? I think- didn't he die? I don't think Bob Barker's dead. <laughs> no? Oh,
1: okay. He just retired. That's my point, though. <laughs>
2: see?
1: <laughs> hey, don't forget to spay and neuter your pets.
2: Okay, is
0: that uh, it?
1: Yeah, I Amy. that's my pile.
0: That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news.
6: With Amy. Tell me something good.
1: So there's this little restaurant in a small town in Alabama called Bruton. It's near the Florida border, and their menu has... No prices, and there's no cash register because no one has to pay for their meals. This husband and wife team, Freddie and Lisa, they wanted to make a no profit restaurant where all the donations that are made go back into providing food for those that need it. And they just really want anybody to feel comfortable that comes in. So there's this little drop box area when you walk in, and if you have money to give, whether it's change or a few bucks, you drop it in there and then you can get your meal. But literally, if you don't put anything in there, you can still go in there and get a meal. What's the name of it? It's called Drexel and Honeybees.
2: Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the sign. Drexel and Honeybees Restaurant. Quote, we feed the need. And they're standing out in front of it. That's pretty cool. I mean, good for them. Obviously, big hearts. I wonder, too, what the what that science experiment is like. And not so much with the people not being able to eat, but do people that come in and do pay, do they give more that equals out? They can pay for all?
1: Yeah, I've wondered that too. A yoga studio near my house, they do donation-based classes every Wednesday and it's because they want people to love yoga and if they can't afford it, they still want to be able to come. But and is I'm that like,
2: also a great business move because maybe you've found that people give away so much right. more that you would...
1: I've always wondered how yeah. much they, if they make money off that class, but similar to this. But I think their goal is, yeah, I hope if you're a... a Uh, If you have a job and you can buy food, maybe check out Drexel and Honeybees and drop as much as you can in there.
2: And if you can't, drop by and get some food. Yeah. Dang, that's awesome. Drexel and Honeybees. Shout out to you guys. That's what it's all about. Um, That was Tell Me Something Good. Coming up, we'll talk to Darius Rucker, pretty good friend of mine who, you know, I saw something recently that irritated me about, not not that Darius did, but something about Darius. And I'm going to bring that up with them. I feel comfortable enough to do that. So, uh, love Darius. He'll be on in just a few minutes. Now let's go over to Amy with the morning corny.
7: The morning
2: corny.
1: How do cows like to do their shopping?
2: How do cows like to do their shopping?
4: From
1: cattle logs.
2: (laughs) Pretty good.
7: Yeah. That
2: was the morning corny. Hey, tomorrow night, on Saturday night, on our Facebook page, you can watch the Grand Ole Opry. It's a show that we do now, and... I host it and I help produce it. There's nobody in the seats in the Grand Ole Opry, and we bring up artists every week. And I'm gonna play John Party in a second, but he's one of the acts this week. And so it's John Party, which is great, Pam Tillis, which okay. is super cool. And it's also Runaway June. And it's the first time to play together with Natalie Stoval, who's a new member. And so I was driving yesterday and I get a call from Naomi from Runaway June. And I'm, you know, I'm friends with that group, Pretty, I'm pretty close to them. Natalie was in my band forever. So, you know, I know them pretty well. She calls, she goes, hey, can I ask you a favor? And I thought it would be, hey, would you mind promoting the Opry or something like that, which I had no problem doing, but it wasn't. She goes, hey, we're gonna do as one of our songs, The Devil Went Down to Georgia. Will you come up and, and do the Charlie Daniels part? And I was like, oh. And I, th- I I struggled with it. What do you think? I said, yes. Why?
1: Because they're your friends and you're close to Natalie and you're already going to be there because you're hosting the Opry. So,
2: but what about, I mean, that's, that's a tough song.
1: Yeah, but you've done it like a lot with the Raging Idiots. So I think that because you're, you feel comfortable with them, you're doing it.
2: Eddie, what do you think I said? Oh,
0: 100%. You said absolutely. Me and Natalie have done it a hundred times. We're doing it. Okay.
2: I said no. Oh,
7: why? Because I don't
2: want it to be about me. Because okay. if I get up there, and I've played the Opry 20 times or so, so it's not about me getting up and doing something on that stage, uh, cause I, but I always go do co- stand-up comedy or music comedy, and if I get up there, it's just going to be a novelty, and I don't want <laughs> their shine being taken away. And at first, I said yes. I was like, yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I know that song at mm-hmm. the back of my hand. And then I was, I, I called him back. I was like, I can't, because I don't want the stories to be by Bones, Ruins, Runaway Junes. <laughs> song yeah Yeah. and by the way I wouldn't ruin it because I'm pretty good at it but I would I would ruin that experience like they're awesome they don't need me doing that so I don't know what they're gonna do maybe Natalie ends up doing it but I I said no but watch it they're gonna do it tomorrow night I assume unless they change their mind it hurts though pick a
1: different song (laughs) no I think they're gonna do that song okay
2: maybe they get Chad Kruger to do it the devil went down to Georgia he was looking for a soul to steal (laughs) that version was terrible that version gives me nightmares uh, but John Party's playing it So uh, be sure to check it out Tomorrow night It's on our Facebook page Search Bobby Bone Show on Facebook And they can watch it live, right?
6: Yep, it'll be right there
2: At 8, 7 central <laughs> Two things The first one is Yesterday I was talking about Colin Ray And how I couldn't believe That Little Rock was his Fifth most streamed song Blown away by it So He's coming in Next week to play All of his top five songs
1: uh, All of them?
2: Well, I was like Hey, come play and I said, here's the thing. We were going through the song. So he's like, yeah, I'll play whatever.
1: Okay. So he's
2: going to come in and we'll just I'll just call songs out and he'll play them. Sounds awesome. I don't know that I've ever met Colin Ray. I know all of his songs. But, yeah, as an update from yesterday's show. Colin Ray will be in next week. Thursday's show or Friday show? Late next week? He'll be in midweek. So, yeah, somewhere on that time frame. Okay. Uh, Also, Amy said she found the cure for a hangover. What is that?
1: Well, I read about it. Okay. It's a drug that, or an amino acid that was previously used to help treat arthritis and hardening of the arteries, but a study was done that was like, oh, wait a second. While it's helping out with arthritis, it's also getting rid of like nausea, headache, stress, anxiety from drinking too much. So if you've got a hangover, you can take L-cysteine and I checked Amazon. They have it for sale there. Um, it's just an amino acid that they said eliminates or reduces
2: hangover symptoms. So did they find this out because some drunk with arthritis was <laughs> I <don't> like, <laughs> I feel great both ways. <laughs> I
1: don't know. Yeah, it, I think something was to happen and then they decided to do a study on hangovers with it. So.
2: That, that's big if true.
1: Yeah, L-cysteine. I,
5: not for me. I don't drink, right. but Lunchbox, are you a hangover guy or not? I am a non-hangover guy. I don't feel those effects, so I'm good. Morgan?
6: Oh, yeah. I get the worst hangovers, and I've actually tried a supplement that is an amino acid, and it works. Oh. Well, there you go. And I have brutal, brutal hangovers. Like, I will not function the next day. It
2: also seems like you're not going as hard. Is that because things aren't open?
6: Yeah. I mean, I'm staying home. I'm just kind of drinking wine and chilling at the house, so those hangovers aren't as bad anymore.
2: (laughs) When things open up fully, do you plan to go extra hard to catch up?
6: I don't know. I don't know if my body is going to be able to take that. But I will I will be going back out and going to the bars. I do miss them a lot.
2: The Friday Morning Conversation with
3: Darius Rucker.
2: Before we put Darius on in like 30 seconds, I'm going to play a clip. This is Darius, his last time performing at the Grand Ole Opry while people were still in the audience. Okay, here you go.
4: I'll tell y'all a quick story about Bobby Bones. This is crazy. Bobby's first interview when he was 17 years old was me. And, like, Bobby's, like, 40 now, and I'm, like, 65.
2: (laughs) So I thought that was a pretty funny moment. I was thinking about that. Darius, who is the first celebrity that you ever met in your life?
4: Oh, Ric Flair. Wow, really? The wrestler? (laughs) Oh. Yeah. How'd that come together? It was after a wrestling match, and I I was in a... uh, I was a kid, and we were, you know, backstage trying to meet him, and he came out, and uh, he was a babyface at the time, so he said hi. It was it was cool. I would still freak out about that.
2: What about when you started to get some notoriety with Hootie? Who was the big first celebrity you were like, holy crap! I can't even believe this person knows who I am.
4: Goodness, good question. Oh, uh, well, I know. We were walking, um, we were walking through a record label or something, a radio station, and Madonna saw us, and she knew who we were, and I couldn't believe it.
2: That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. that was cool. Uh, Darius Rucker is on. He's got a new song that I love. It's called Beers and Sunshine. Uh, we'll play the full thing in a second, but here's a little clip of it now. So is this one of the songs that you wrote during the pandemic when Zoom was how everybody was writing songs?
4: Oh yeah, we wrote that one like right after a couple months of being locked in and started, write, started writing a bunch and got with Ross and, and JT and Josh and we wrote that one and it was funny because I never send songs to, to the uh, label when they're demos and I sent that one to Brian Wright and he was like, I think we probably need to cut that as soon as we can. And So we actually had to cut it on Zoom too. Like nobody was in the studio because none of the studios were open and uh, so that was all done over the internet, everything.
2: I tell you, one of the cool things, because when I saw you play that song for the first time, or maybe you just texted it to me, I heard it that night, was when you and Clint Black were playing the Opry together, and I'm telling you, one of my, and I get to pinch myself now about you know every few months, and one of the cool things was watching you and Clint Black, and Clint play lead guitar on Hold My Hand at the Grand Ole Opry.
4: Yeah. Freaking
2: cool, man.
4: Man, f- and, you know, Clint called, and we, you know, I'm pretty good friends with him, we called, we were talking about what we were going to do, and uh, he, I was, he was like, man, um, you gonna play that? I hold my hand. I was like, yeah. He's like, I was like, you wanna play? I was like, yeah. I was like, go play guitar, man. Take the whole solo. He's like, all right, man. <laughs> I was like, You're Clint Black, dude. Of course, you take the whole solo. <laughs> and
2: he can still dude. shred too. Like he was, he was going hard on the solo.
4: He can still play. He can still sing. He's still – he's just – Clint's uh, – he's a legend, man, and there's a reason for that.
2: Yeah, after we had finished that show that night, I was talking to, to Clint on stage and said, hey, come up to the radio show. And he came up and he, he sat in the studio and he played a bunch of – and he is so quick. Like, when he comes in the room, if you are not ready to, to joust with him mentally, don't even try to get in a conversation because that guy's quick.
4: It's so funny, you said I had a buddy that came up the other day to visit me, and he was at my in, in my, uh, my Opry induction, and he was talking about the same thing. He said, I sat, and I said one thing to Clint, and it was on. And I was like, yeah, that he's so fast and so smart, and, and he's so funny. And, and, and so if you're right, man. If you're not ready, don't don't start with Clint.
2: I think uh, Clint and Tracy Lawrence both played, too, when you did your St. Jude uh, Children's Research Hospital, Darius and Friends. You did that at the Grand Ole Opry. And let me say this, I would always worry, like, is anybody going to make any money? And you guys made $255,000, so congratulations on that.
4: No, oh, thank you. I was worried, too. I mean, I didn't know what we were going to do, and you know, we wanted to do something, and I was really surprised. A quarter of a million dollars is amazing, and I can't thank everybody who supported it enough. Thank you all, man.
2: Darius Rucker is on with us, about to get into the new song, uh, Beers and Sunshine. But I got a couple things. I saw you uh, tweeted an article and i i couldn't retweet it fast enough it said darius rucker is one of the most underrated artists in the last 30 years as soon as it went up i was retweeting and pulling it down and retweeting it again like when you, <laughs> when you see something like that how does that make you feel
4: like somebody gets it <laughs> i guess uh, i don't know you know i look at my career and it's been a it's been a cool career it's been awesome it's been a lot of fun you know i, I don't know if you know i guess after that thing with cnn you know, doing a whole show in the 90s and not mentioning Hootie and the Blowfish, you feel kind of disrespected. So when you see something like that, you know, you know, people are paying attention.
2: Boy, how what a slight that was, because I watched it too, and everybody knows I was a massive Hootie and the Blowfish fan. But aside from being a massive fan, you also have to look at the data, like the yeah. literal data of how many mm. records were sold. The, the, the fact they left you guys out almost felt to me like it was personal.
4: For me, it was personal. For me, it was like something that was personal and on purpose, and... And I can't prove that. I don't know. But, you know, you look at the bands they did mention, these one-hit wonder bands who had one song came and went, and they went out of their way to mention all those guys. And then you watch the whole show, and you realize they did not mention Hootie and the Blowfish or the Dave Matthews band once. The two bands that are still selling tickets, two of the bands that are still selling tickets today, they didn't mention once. And and you look at that, and you go, that's either a, a slight on purpose, or the person who did this is a friggin' idiot.
2: Or they're like a 19-year-old intern that's yeah I mean, that's, that yeah. has no idea. I wonder too when it comes to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame because I think without a doubt you know the 25 years after you guys put out your first spot that you should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Do you ever think about we, that?
4: We won't get in. We won't. We not even close. We won't. We dude. We we were eligible eligible, eligible last year and did not make the ballot.
2: I guess I understand the hater mentality of something becoming so successful because we've seen it through different generations where something yeah. becomes so big you just automatically have to hate it because it's so big and you're not cool if you like something that's super cool. You know, that mentality, yeah. but eventually yeah. that wears off. Eventually yeah. whatever that, that that it kinda goes back to it was before. I'm I will make the prediction that I think you guys will end up making it because it's gonna be one of these that comes back around where everybody goes, Man, people were really were, were such big jerks to Hootie and the Blowfish for no other reason than they got so successful so fast.
4: Yeah. And I mean, we saw it last, we saw it with the tour. You know, we won, I think, was a Billboard Magazine or, or Rolling Stone Magazine one of the, two, you know, the tour of the year. And, and it was, you know, we got back together and people, it was one of the biggest, biggest tours in, in the States of the year. And, and, you know, you look at that and you go, okay, cool. But, but, like you say, the lack of respect is what it is, and I hope I hope you're right. I, I, I'll be honest with you. If that were to happen, that would be a great day for me. I would be really proud.
2: All right, I, I was not planning to talk about all that, but I got a little riled up, Darius. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm sitting here, <laughs> I saw that, and I'm angering myself with my own thoughts. This is, uh <laughs> we're not. I'm not here to be upset. Uh, Darius Rucker is on uh, "Beers and Sunshine," which, by the way, Darius has got nine number ones. It, uh, one of your, any of your hits, if if they were like, all right. Darius, we're only going to know you as one country song. What's the song that you look at and go, if, if you only get to show one person one song for me, this is it.
4: It would be If I Told You. If I told you
0: all the stupid
3: things
4: I Why this song? I, that is, I didn't write it. and it's probably the most honest song I've ever sung.
2: That's got to be weird as a songwriter, too, to have a song speak for you so well.
4: Yeah, Even though oh, you told-
2: didn't write it. It feels like a
4: glove. Oh, I called. I, I called Shane and said, "How could you do that? How could you write my life and not let me be in the room?" I mean, you know, it's just crazy that song is me, and, and that that's the one.
2: All right, I want to play uh, "Beers and Sunshine." I think I need a Z- Xanax. I haven't had one in years. <laughs> <laughs> don't get me going on on how Hootie's been slighted or how don't don't talk bad about Derry. Just like I got my little crew of people that I will protect at. at for, at all costs.
4: Thank you, Bobby, and uh, I feel the same about you.
2: I know you do. I appreciate that. All right. Um, let's see. Here we're gonna play "Beers and Sunshine." Hey, what's happening? When are you gonna put out? Is this the first of something, or what's the deal?
4: Oh yeah, I'm, I'm I'm almost done with my record. I'm more than halfway done. I'll hopefully put it out. You know, early next year. No rush. Early, after the after the holidays, put it out and see what happens.
2: All right. Hey, is that a, a Peaky Blinder shirt you're wearing?
4: It is a Peaky Blinder shirt. What you think about that show? You love it? It is my favorite show of all time. I have watched it three times. I have watched all, the whole the whole thing three times.
2: Do you know any of the actors or cast?
4: I'm gonna tell you a story that that tells you how great the show is. I don't know any personally, but uh, my favorite actor in the world is Tom Hardy. I just think Tom Hardy's really a special actor. And about season four, I'm, I'm sitting drink, I'm having a beer with my assistant, and we're talking about Peaky and He goes, "Yeah, man." And I'm talking with Alfie, and he goes, "Yeah, man." You know, Tom Hardy's really good. I was like, "Really? Who's Tom Hardy?" I didn't see Tom Hardy in the show. And He said, "Tom Hardy's Alfie." And I run to my phone to look it up, and my favorite character in the show is my favorite actor, and I had no idea for three seasons.
2: And that's how good the show is?
4: That's how good the show
2: is. Yeah. All right.
4: Well, okay. Beers
2: and sunshine. Uh, Darius Rucker. Good to talk to you, my friend. Have a good day, and uh, hopefully I'll see you soon. Always good to talk to you, Bobby. Take care, man. All right. See you, Darius. It's time for the good news.
1: With Bobby. Tell me something good.
2: There's a waiter in California who was shocked because he got a $1,000 tip. Peter Murray was working at Lucille's in Concord, California, and he got the tip from Brian Murphy, who is on TikTok doing the Venmo challenge. It's where people ask their followers on social media to Venmo them as little as 50 cents, and then once they reach a certain amount, they go and they give it to a server. Imagine you're the guy that got lucky. Like that person sat in your chair, and now you get a thousand dollars. Yep. Man, that's crazy. And so uh, he's like, I can pay rent next month because he's been struggling because of COVID. You know, we went to Olive Garden. We try to go somewhere once a week that we feel safe because we don't get out often. But we went to Olive Garden. And I was looking around. There's nobody in there, which is good but also terrible because I used to be a waiter. And if there's nobody in there, they're not making any money. And there probably aren't as many of them working. Some of them have probably had to get furloughed as a waiter, probably just not put on the schedule. And so, yeah, I bet this was a lifesaver for this guy. Anyway, shout out to... To everybody that's taken part in that challenge, that was a good story, and that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. These might be the funniest Lunchbox prank calls I've heard. He decided to prank stores and use the company's slogan. First off, it's five-hour energy. And so here is Lunchbox pranking, talking about the energy.
5: How can I you call? Oh, how's it going? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so I, I, I came in there, and uh, it was about five and a half hours ago. I bought a five-hour energy drink and five and a half hours, and I still got a lot of energy. <laughs> like, whoo! Like, I'm talking, it said five hours. And we are going on five and a half, and I don't know how to make it stop. <laughs> woo!
7: Is there anything I can help you with today?
5: Yeah, I bought a five-hour energy drink at your store. And at five and a half hours, I am still going crazy! <laughs> and I want it to stop. How do I make it stop? <coughs>
2: oh. <laughs> okay, so he waits 30 minutes, and then he calls back.
5: How can I direct your call? Oh, yes. It's been six hours. (laughs) I bought a five-hour energy drink, and that's six hours. and I'm. This
6: is a place of business. If if there's anything that I can't help you with, I'm going to ask that you don't call again, okay? You have a blessed day. Wait, ma'am, ma'am, ma'am.
2: So he's never able to get any help with his extra energy. Wow. Okay. That's the first one. That was funny, huh? Yes. Okay. I think this is the best selection I've ever heard. Uh, Here he is calling a store about M&M's, and their slogan is...
1: Melts in your mouth, not in your hand.
2: Right. Here we go.
5: Can have service. Uh can Yes, ma'am. I got a problem here. See, I bought these M&Ms, right? Mm-hmm. And they say they melt in your mouth, not in your hand. Well, the problem is I held them in my hand and they melted.
4: Oh, oh give me one second.
2: <laughs> They're
5: moving. <laughs> I, I bought some M&Ms, man, and I got a problem because it says they melt in your mouth, not in your hands. Well, I held them in my hand and they melted. So do I get a refund or how does that work?
4: Uh, I get that problem a lot, too, because I got really hot
5: hands. Yeah, my hands are all sweaty and they're chocolatey, so I just want to know if I can get my money back. Yeah, probably if you go to the front desk. Okay, can you connect me to the front desk?
4: Well, like you'd have to come in.
5: Oh, I can't talk to someone because I don't want to come in there with a chocolate mess if I'm not going to get my money back. No, yeah,
4: if, if, if you ask them, they'll, they'll give you your money back.
5: All right,
2: thank you so much. No problem. Can you imagine him going to the store and being like, look, lady, I need a <laughs> refund. <laughs> you promised. I've got two more. I've got Pringles and Chick-fil-A. I'm going to play them after this song. Okay. <laughs> Pringles is once you pop, you can't stop. Yeah. He, it, Lunchbox just won't be able to stop popping, and he needs help.
1: Okay, but I'm trying to figure out what he would say for Chick-fil-A.
2: What do they say at Chick-fil-A all the time? My pleasure. Yeah, it has to do with that. Okay. <laughs> so Lunchbox called a store uh, to talk about Pringles, and their slogan is...
1: Once you pop, you can't stop.
2: Right. He's having a problem
5: stopping the popping. Here. This my I can help bought some Pringles I bought Pringles and you said Once you pop you can't stop and you're not lying I can't stop Like, right. like I'm eating like canister after canister And I don't know how to make it stop
4: mm, Alright I'm not too sure how I can help you With that one
5: Well I bought them at your store and I, I, I thought It was just a joke like I thought oh okay Yeah I'll pop and I'll stop but I can't <laughs> stop I mean, I keep... I just opened another one. What do I do?
3: Oh, boy. Oh,
4: boy. Uh,
5: another one. I just opened another one. That was the barbecue flavor.
4: All right. H- how do I stop? I'm not too sure. Maybe try giving them a call. See if you can stop that.
5: Do you ha- do you have their number? I mean, do you... Have you ever tried to... Have you ever popped and were you able to stop? Yeah. Oh, now, now I'm going pepperoni pizza flavor. Oh. No. Oh. All right, buddy. Man, I... Man, I need help. I've only got two canisters left.
4: I'm not too sure how I can help you.
5: Well, yeah, you can give me some Pringles. Alrighty, <laughs> I'll see you. No, see, are you, so you're bringing me Pringles.
4: Oh. Yeah, have a good day. Bye bye. I need
5: Pringles! <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: The sound effects in those. What's happening there? Are you guys just playing some sound effect in the yeah, background? Yeah, I
5: just found Pringle sound effects, and I put it, and I just kept playing it over oh, and over. Oh,
1: I thought Ray was maybe next to the microphone going, <laughs> like, eating
5: them. <laughs> One more. Here's I mean, a
2: Lunchbox. His goal was to try to get the guy to break and and not, and not say, you're welcome, instead of my pleasure, right? Yeah, just, that's
5: it. That's it. I just kept asking him question after question and trying it, to get him to say,
2: thank you. And chi- you're welcome. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And at Chick-fil-A, they always have to say, my pleasure. They don't say... You're welcome. All okay, right. here's Lunchbox trying to break the guy. Hello, it's a great day. My name is How may I serve
5: you? Hey, Jason Gibble here, businessman making business deals, trying to get that money. Thank you for asking. Yeah, my pleasure. So, can you tell me what comes in a number one combo? Uh, number one combo comes with a choice of size, which usually includes uh, fries, a fruit
0: cup, or a Greek parfait, and a choice of your drink.
5: Oh, thank you so much. My pleasure. Now, my question is, I love lemonade. Do you have sugar-free lemonade?
4: Yes, we do. It's uh, our Diet Lemonade.
5: Oh, man. Thank you so much.
4: Yeah, my pleasure.
5: Now, what kind of oil? Because I heard you use peanut oil to do your chicken nuggets. Is that true?
4: Uh, yes, sir. So we use refined peanut oil. Uh, and then for our fries, we just use regular canola oil.
5: Oh, man. Thank you so much.
4: Yeah, my pleasure. Is there
5: any other questions that you have? Um, yeah, my question is, like, do you ever say thank you or do you have to say my pleasure?
4: Um, and what well, is our company policy to say my pleasure.
5: I got you. So even when you're at your house, do you tell your parents, my pleasure? Oh, my pleasure is stuck in my head. That's like the only way I can respond. Uh-huh. Anyway. All right, cool. Thank you so much, man. Yeah, my pleasure. <laughs> All right, my pleasure. <laughs> I tried to get them one on the way out
4: just yeah, to see. No. Just to
5: see.
2: <laughs> That's funny. Nice work there. Woo-wee. Uh, speaking of food, in just a bit, we're going to do Food Feud. Today, the Food Feud will be between the Bloomin' Onion from Outback Steakhouse... Right? Yeah. And the Skelet Queso from Chili's.
1: Oh! Okay. Yeah.
2: Oh, wow. Food feud coming so, up in a second. are they coming in? Yeah. We, we don't, Really? Right? Yeah, I guess you got thumbs up. Yeah.
1: Oh, awesome. Yeah. Okay. Oh,
2: we don't have a budget for that. Who's paying for that? Uh,
0: it's coming out of my credit card. Nice
2: oh. scuba. <laughs> the scuba funds. Exactly. Would we, can we donate to it? I don't think he'd say no. Okay. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine. Thank you, though. All right. All well,
1: right. I just don't feel like you would have to do that, but okay. <laughs>
2: In all this hubbub about me watching Yellowstone, I stopped watching Unsolved Mysteries. I have two more to go. Did you ever finish?
1: I, I don't know. I need to go back and look. I guess not.
2: And I liked it. I thought it was a cool new version of the show. They're like one hour documentaries but on mysteries, but they're doing volume two. That's what reminded me of that. So oh, they're good. having uh, six new episodes. But I got to finish this. We did watch episode two of season three of Yellowstone. It's just, slow. It picks up. Season three, slow. Yeah, Eddie, where are you on Yellowstone? Man, so I I kind of hit a roadblock because I didn't know I had to pay for Peacock.
0: I, I last night I was like, all right, let's go. Episode 2, season 1. Uh you got to pay $5 and I was like, ooh, I'm going to go back to the crew and ask them, Bobby and Amy, is it worth
2: $5? You don't have to pay 5 bucks to watch one episode. You can buy one for 2.99 on iTunes and then make your mind up.
0: So every episode, $3? Bones. I might as well just jump in and do the five to get Peacock Premium But not if you called. don't
2: know if you like it.
0: I know. There's probably I know. other I mean, shows. Dude, episode one leaves you with a good cliffhanger. I mean, for sure. I just, you guys say it's good, so I think it's worth it. I just want to just ask
2: you guys one more time, is it worth $5? And I'll just get the Peacock. You blow so much money on dumb bets. He's betting on like <laughs> uh, Chinese lacrosse. And bones. now he's like, should I just go ahead and pay $5 to, to watch it?
0: For a whole season, you, you know, you're, you're you, sounding like my wife
2: right now, though <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I think it's great. I thought I was on free Peacock, but I bought it too. I didn't know. I didn't know I bought the. F- <laughs> yeah, I, th- I was like, Peacock rocks. It's free, and there weren't. I didn't see many commercials. No. And I was like, man, it's great. And then I realized <laughs> that I'd been, I'd p- been paying for it too. Um, I think it's great. But if you're gonna do it, hey, Pooper, get off the pot. We've been hearing about you talking about I the know. second episode of the show for I a know. month.
0: I know. Right. I, I mean, I'll make that decision tonight. Last night, I'm telling you, I was getting ready to do it, and then I'm like, ooh, five bucks, let me take it to the jury one more time. Not our money, so no. spend away.
1: No, Eddie, if this helps you, my 78-year-old dad now endorses Yellowstone. He,
2: and he, you're closer to his age Yeah. than we are.
0: I mean, okay. if he's
1: into it, he's a good old South Texas boy like just like you.
2: Yeah, I yeah. know. I, I love, your dad and I had a lot of, have a lot in common. We talk a lot whenever I saw him. Eddie is still at home because he has coronavirus. We'll find out this weekend. Whether it's positive or negative. Mm-hmm. We may talk on uh, find out on Monday show again like we normally do. But the question is if he's positive again, isn't it time for him just to come in? Ooh, that's a good question.
1: I mean, I don't ha- I don't have a problem with it, but I don't have to sit by him.
2: I know, and I don't like to jump into any sort of medical HR stuff. because right. it's not my job. I come in here, I try to do a show. Scuba, what's your take on Eddie?
0: Um, so here's the thing, I was just thinking about it. So if the staff is fine with it the only issue we run into is losing guests coming in studio because they may not be okay with it and we have to tell them we have to tell them they'd be like ah, i'm not coming in And so we could lose that on content versus eddie coming in and i'd rather have the guests than
2: eddie come in at this point well why don't we let oh <laughs>
5: well, that's a good point <laughs> yeah why sort of don't of
0: blaming
2: us <laughs> why don't we uh talk about this on monday's show eddie'll oh, okay. still be at home but then we do a secret ballot And we vote yes or no. (laughs) That's a funny idea. I like that.
0: I mean, mean, you can secret ballot all you
2: want, but I'll know who says yes. I can just tell. (laughs) Unless
1: it's like a unanimous no. So it'll be (laughs) yes, yes, Eddie
2: comes back or no, he stays out. If if he's still... Yeah, that's funny, huh? I like it. Yeah, like a survivor voting. Uh, Speaking of which, there Mm. are uh, more than 2,000 students and 500 teachers in Mississippi in quarantine due to COVID-19. Man, I hate to
1: hear that.
2: 245 teachers, 200 students have tested positive for the virus. And then 589 and 2000 have been quarantined. This is going to be what we see for a while until they go. Golly. You know what? Shut it down again.
1: Yeah. My daughter outed us for not taking her temperature one morning. We forgot. I mean, it wasn't a big deal. But she, the school called us and said, oh, we have your daughter here. And she just said that y'all did not take her temperature this morning. She told me. And I was you. like, okay, that Wow. <laughs> so, I mean, I know she didn't mean to. I don't know how it came up. Maybe they asked her, but- I thought she'd be like, yeah. I mean, I get she does. It's not anything to lie about. We just know that they weren't sick. But, yeah, we got busted.
2: Let's uh, rock a food feud before we uh, wrap this segment up. Yes. Let's hit it, Raymundo.
6: The Bobby Bones
2: Show. Food feud. fight. Today, <laughs> we're putting up two famous appetizers. Amy's already looking at it, rubbing her hands together.
1: Because uh, I know which one I'm choosing. In the wanna- red
2: corner. It's been a menu staple for over 25 years. While there are only two ingredients in the dip, it is not short on flavor. Does it say two ingredients? It's a rich, creamy queso combined with their chili. And it's also served with chips and salsa coming in at 1,430 calories. If you ate the entire thing, you'd have to run for 164 minutes at six miles per hour to burn it off. That's right, folks, give it up for Chili's skillet queso! Like It's beside me here, but I can already taste its chili skillet queso. Mm
7: -hmm.
2: It's solid. In the blue corner, it's the OG appetizer. This special. It's an onion. It's hand-carved. It's cooked until golden and ready to dip in their spicy signature bloom sauce. Topped with melted Monterey Jack cheddar, bacon, house-made ranch dressing, coming in at 1,900 calories. If you ate the entire thing, you'd have to run for 188 minutes at 6 miles per hour to burn it off. Give it up. For the Outback Steakhouse, Bloomin' Onion. Ooh, 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 ooh. Now, they're here. Pass this around. Do you guys need a refresher, or do you just want to eat it after it's done?
1: I feel like I know my vote, but... Okay,
2: you go and vote then. I haven't had blooming Onion in a long time, so I'm going to try it while you talk. Go ahead.
1: Okay, well, I mean, I'm just such a queso girl that my vote is going to be the skillet queso. Although I'm watching you put that blooming Onion in your mouth and I'm kind of into it.
2: No double dipping. (laughs) That's pretty good. Pretty good. I forget how good it was. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you're going skillet queso chilies? I am.
5: Lunchbox? Man, those are both just making me like... Salivate in my mouth and you want to like them both because I like them both. I do like them yeah. both. I like them both. Um, golly, but I mean, if I'm being honest, my taste buds are spitting more on the left side, and the chili queso is on the left of me, and that tells me that my vote is going for the chili's queso. All right, we
2: got two chili's queso. Let me open it
5: up
2: and take a little. Oh, it's a little, little reminder for me. Why
1: are there two containers?
2: I think one salsa, awesome, one's... Oh, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, and they just send it up both together. Mm-hmm.
5: All right. Oh, it looks good, dude. Mmm. <laughs> Morgan, what do you got?
6: This, this is a no-brainer for me because I go to this place specifically for this thing. I'm going with the OG team blue, that bloomin' onion, wow. baby. Wow!
2: Wow! 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 Raymundo. Yeah, there's a uh, really dope chilies used to be at the mall. I'd take bay there. It'd be almost a date night, and we always started it with the skillet. The Bloomin' Onion is fine. We go to the Outback, not Australia, but the restaurant, (laughs) and we enjoy it. But the skillet queso is where it's at. That's my vote. I'm going to go Bloomin' Onion.
1: Just because? Or like? I like
2: them both a lot. Yeah. I forgot. How amazing. Eddie, yours, quickly.
0: All right, this is hard for me because I love chilies, but I've never really had the skill at queso, so give me that blooming wow, onion. Wow, we Let's have go. a tie. Holy crap, I thought Come Eddie on. was. Sorry, I thought Eddie's Mexican, he's picking the, the queso. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Wow, plot twist.
2: Scooby, you can make the final vote. Oh, that's easy.
0: My favorite of all time is 100% going to be a restaurant my mom and I used to go to a lot, so I have a lot of good memories about it. It is going to be the
2: blooming onion. Wow, blooming Onion. Oh,
7: man. I can't believe we lost. With a
2: come from behind victory, your winner, week seven champion, the Bloomin' Onion! Wow. Nice, that music pumps you up, too, to eat more Bloomin' Onion. (laughs) (laughs) Hope you guys have a great weekend. Amy, what's going on with you this weekend?
1: Man, just going to be hanging out. My daughter might get to have a little play date, so maybe take Stevenson to do something fun for himself, but I don't know what that means. Probably just getting outside and going somewhere. I mean, what do you do these days with kids?
2: Does he like to hike in the woods? He
1: loves to go hiking. But then also, I've got to think of something with my daughter, and she told me the other day, she's like, Mom, nothing's open. It doesn't matter. I'm like, because she doesn't like to go hiking. Yeah. I said, well, you want to go get our nails done? Nail salons are open. She's not into that, so no. And then personally, I don't really know that I want to get that done either. So if you have any ideas, send them my way.
2: Uh, okay, I'll text you. Don't don't count on it.
1: I was more so talking to our listeners. Oh, oh okay, 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 okay.
2: <laughs> uh, Caitlin's parents are in town for the weekend.
1: So fun. They've never
2: been to Nashville, so there's not, like, again, what do you do?
1: I know, that, but it's, y'all.
2: It's like, trust me, the city's great. But just trust me cuz we can't really go into it.
1: We're just going to hang out at my house.
2: But uh, we're going to play golf. I'm going to take them to the Opry. You know, and nobody can really sit in the in the stands because of social distancing, but they're going to there's a place where like managers and stuff can come and sit if they're artists and they're going to get to sit up there. What
1: a cool experience be, for them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of baller. It's actually. pretty cool.
2: I'm pretty pumped cuz it's John Party. It's a great show too. It's one of my favorite weeks. John Party. Pam Tillis and Runaway June and you can watch it on our Facebook page the whole thing from the Opry sounds great all real great audio just uh, go to Bobby Bones Show on Facebook and follow us at 8 Eastern 7 Central you'll be able to watch the Opry live there have a great weekend we'll see you Monday bye everybody get your Bobby Bones on come on
7: On Crook & Chase Nashville Chats, a visit with global superstars Brian Kelly and Tyler Hubbard of Florida Georgia Line. Now, they've made history with their music and have been just as successful offstage.
5: However, there's one thing they've decided they won't do during the pandemic. You'll learn what and why. Plus, a chat about what they'll explore next and fashion, family, and out of nowhere, butt skiing.
7: (laughs) It's Tyler and BK with C&C. Listen and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.